Many people in the world have been living beyond their means. And many people in the world barely have enough to live on. So this is creating a great unstable situation. People who are live in the wealthy nations are encouraged to spend and to consume, to expand their life, to own more things, to have more obligations. But in reality, they cannot really afford these. And so they become overextended. And then life presents unanticipated events, illnesses, other problems, expenses that were unforeseen. I Meanwhile, there has been a, a raft of corruption, mismanagement, driving whole nations into greater economic instability. And so now there is a decline and a contraction. From a sensible point of view, this is understandable. If you live beyond your means, or you try to earn wealth without real labor, without producing things of value, then you will end up in jeopardy and even calamity. Economies of the world are based on growth, but you are hitting the boundaries of growth, for you are facing a world of declining resources, a world of changing and violent weather, a world where food production and availability of water would diminish. A world where a growing humanity will have to drink from a slowly snaking well. The emphasis now cannot be on growth and expansion and profiting off of this. It must be on stability and security. The world is no longer a frontier where you can move to fresh pastures once you have depleted the land you are on now. There are still resources in the world, yes, but they will be harder to find, and there will be more competition for them. People are trying to have unearned wealth, the few people who have this opportunity, but it is furthering destabilizing the human family. And now you are facing a financial contraction and corrections of a very severe magnitude. But there are more financial storms to come as humanity faces the reality of diminishing resources, escalating the cost of everything. What will you do when petroleum becomes three times as expensive as it is today? How will your nations function? How will 
people get around? What kind of businesses can survive in that environment? These are financial storms to come. And they are already here because they are driving the price of everything beyond the limits of what the poorer people can afford and are affecting many people even in the wealthy nation. What will you do when food is twice as expensive as it is at this moment? It will be a financial storm. Many people cannot face the reality that they are living in a world of declining resources where there are boundaries to growth and expansion. People are living in debt. Nations are functioning in debt. That is not a stable environment. And that within itself will produce financial stars. And what will happen when the regions of the world dry out so much is that people cannot live there and must migrate to other nations that are already full of people. These nations will break down into war and conflict. More financial storms, more uncertainty, more fear, more flight. Is only the beginning. You will have brief periods of the resurgence and the renewal, but they will be brief, you see, because people have not faced the reality that they are living in a declining world. They still think it is all about uh, economic policy. They still think it is all about what goes on in the marketplace. The marketplace that assumes that resources are unlimited. It is all a matter of negotiation and policy. But this is a fantasy, and it will be eclipsed by the reality that you are living in a world whose resources are being overstretched. And that there are many people in the world today who do not have enough and will not have enough. And so the excess wealth that is created anywhere must now be given to them to sustain them. To reinforce the stability and the survivability of human civilization. It is not merely a question of losing your personal investments. It's a question of the stability and the survivability of human civilization. When you begin to meet the limits that the world sets down, it is a very important threshold because you must reconsider how you live, thoroughly evaluate how you live. How you travel, where you work, is your work 
going to be sustained into the future, to have a career that represents the productivity of essential goods and services. Can your work or career be viable in the future, when people will have very little money to spend and will be emphasizing essential things? For what will dictate the future is food, fuel, and water. These will predominate and in many places will be the deciding factor. The people in the wealthy nations cannot simply continue to splurge and carry on their buying spree, heedless of the future, heedless of the consequences. It will change the landscape entirely. It will change the structure of your economies. It will change your political priorities. It will change the focus and priorities of people living in cities and in the country. The emphasis being on stability and security. People's freedoms will be diminished simply because they will not have the resources to indulge themselves as they did before. It will be one financial storm after another, with perhaps brief intervals of seeming stability, but the great ways of change are coming, and there are many of them. Do not think that when you get through this crisis, it will all be fine again, and humanity can continue its overconsumption of the world. Like locusts upon the land, consuming everything in sight, degrading the very world that sustains you as it gives you life. Therefore, in the financial storms you are experiencing currently, take this as a sign of things to come. Take this as an indicator that you must reconsider how you live, your work, your relationships, your priorities, your interests, and so forth. In the future, people will have very little money to spend. So what will be essential for them? You cannot live on credit. That will not last very long. The whole environment of exchange of goods and services will have to change into a different kind of stability but it will be far different from what people expect and are accustomed to today in the wealthy nations. The wealthy nations will function more like the poorer nations in many ways. There will be great unemployment as people will be thrown out of work because the work will not be needed as the work will not be affordable, as the work will be seen as unnecessary. The chaos this will produce in the interim can be very significant. 
Not only will there be financial stops, there will be social unrest, disorder, particularly in large cities. Government services will be cut. The value of currencies will diminish. It will be frightening at times. But what this is telling you right now, it is telling you to simplify your life, to limit your possessions, to conserve your resources, to get out of debt and such encumbrances, to reconsider your work, your transportation, to try to reorganize your life and to bring your family or your association of friends into a deeper kind of focus, a focus on the guiding power of knowledge within yourself. For everything around you will appear to be increasingly unstable and unreliable. People will lose faith in the governments, in the economic systems, in leaders, and institutions. They must return to the power and presence of knowledge, the deeper minds that God has put within them, to guide them, to protect them, and to enable them to navigate the difficult and uncertain times ahead. Here, your resources, your financial resources, your energy resources, if the resources of your relationships become very entitled and cannot be wasted. And of course, there will be increasing numbers of people in need, without homes, without jobs, without any foundation. They will have to be provided for too. This will be a convulsive set of changes and they will come in stages. But the greatest ways of change will have to do with resource depletion. For this creates a very great risk of competition in the world. And this will drive up the price of everything. People will have to start growing their own food wherever they can and supporting local commerce wherever they can. And all those industries that are based upon travel and tourism will shrink or in some cases disappear altogether as people are unable to go abroad like that. The very wealthy will be preyed upon by vast numbers of people who hate them and resents them. Crime will increase. It should be very difficult. But even at this moment, the world is telling you certain things. It is giving you signs and messages, and knowledge, the deeper intelligence within you, is giving you signs and messages. Instead of frantically running around, frustrated, 
fearful, panicking, you must settle down and pay attention. Listen to what the world is telling you. Sense what is coming over the horizon. Listen to what you know you must do in your own life. God has placed great powers in you. It is not here to give you what you want. It is not here to fulfill your dreams. It is not here to serve your fantasies. It is here to guide you and protect you and lead you to a greater service to others. It is prepared for the great ways of change. In fact, you have been sent into the world to live at this time of great change. Be very tolerant of others. Do not cast blame about. Everyone has been a part of creating the storms, the financial storms that are affecting everyone. Certain people are more responsible than others, certainly. But take all of this energy that you would expend in blaming others, in raging against the governments, in raging against other nations, and bring it into your preparation for living in a different kind of world. Do not waste your time and energy in condemnation, for it will give you nothing and will only make you weaker and interfere with your ability to prepare for the future that will be unlike the past. In the future, economies will have to be based upon stability. You will not be able to profit off of growth, as is the emphasis now. It will not be an emphasis on unearned wealth as it is now. You cannot speculate endlessly as it is occurring now. Financial systems will have to be simple and transparent. If they are clever and deceptive, it will only breed further instability and breakdown. And attempts will be made, of course, to speculate endlessly with clever devices, people seeking unearned wealth, fabulous wealth, all trying to protect what they have. And they will attempt to do this through clever and deceptive means, but it will only create further financial storms. Meanwhile, the public is exhausted. It cannot afford anymore. It cannot go into debt anymore. It is falling apart. The wealthy had best contribute most of their wealth to social welfare here, because otherwise you will have revolution. The wealthy will be preyed upon, and there will be little to protect them. It is a very difficult environment, but it is an environment where real service to others will be called for. It will be an environment of service.
It will require sacrifice. It will require sobriety. It will require tremendous honesty. Your nation is going to have to pitch in everyone as if you were at war. And hopefully you will not be at war, but you will be fighting the very circumstances that you have created that are now undermining the fabric and stability of civilization. Instead of personal enrichment, it will really have to be collective survival. For towns and cities, communities, states and nations, the collective well-being and stability and security will come the emphasis because you are facing the great ways of change, which are all converging now, creating currents and cross-currents that will be so confusing and have so many impacts that they cannot be accurately predicted. And of course, you are looking at a series of financial storms of an unprecedented nature, unlike anything that has ever happened to humanity before. That is why the past cannot be a complete reference here, because in the past the world always had great and boundless resources. But now the world does not have great and boundless resources. Changing climate will destroy much of your agricultural productivity and once you begin to run out of fuels within, food production will become a grave and overarching problem. The difficulties that are occurring today in the financial world are but the prelude for greater events. Therefore, instead of thinking that you must weather a storm, you really have to rethink your position of all and to see that the circumstances and the environment for life in this world is changing. The priorities are, will be changing. Amidst the background of rising instability and upheaval, Live simply, own only the minimum of what you need. Relieve yourself of unnecessary possessions. Focus your work on essential goods and services. Support your local commerce and learn to get around without the use of an automobile to the greatest extent possible. Most importantly here is to build your connection with knowledge. For this is how God will guide you and speak to you. But connecting with knowledge requires real maturity, honesty and discernment. For you can think that anything that comes into your mind is knowledge. Anything that comes into your mind is the truth. 
But your mind is full of error. And the world is full of error. So how will you know that what you are hearing is really true? You will know through experience the difference between something that is genuine and authentic and something that is merely a wish, a hope, or a fear. Experience will show you the great difference between these two experiences. God has given you a compass, a guide to navigate the difficult and unpredictable times ahead. But you must come out of denial. You must stop insisting that the world is going to be the way you want it to be, and that the future will be like a past that you imagine to be so wonderful. You must be clear. You must be discerning. You cannot be governed by greed or fear if you are to see and know anything. You must be resourceful, but ethical as well. And you must have the courage to face greater people and great discouragement. In truth, you were born to live in these times and to face the great ways of change. And God has sent a new message into the world to warn humanity, to strengthen humanity, and to prepare humanity for the great ways of change. God is sending wisdom into the world unlike anything that has ever been given here before. Because humanity will need this now to face the turbulent times ahead. After the initial shock and dismay, you must stop whining about the way things are and get to work securing your own life and assisting others. Endless complaint is only preventing you from attending to your own preparation and your own deep evaluation of your life. Being in denial is foolish and self-destructive here. For the longer you wait to prepare and to reevaluate your circumstances, the fewer will be your options, and the greater the jeopardy you will have to face as a result. After initial shock and dismay, you must get serious about your life. Stop blaming others. Stop complaining. Stop whining. You must find your deeper strength in knowing. You must commit yourself to facing the great threshold ahead. You must affirm that knowledge is within you, even if in the moment you cannot experience it. God has sent steps to knowledge the preparation enters the world, to build a bridge between your social mind, which has been conditioned by the world, and the deeper mind of knowledge within you. Only knowledge within you will know what to do in the difficult times ahead. 
while everyone around you is in panic, is outraged, or chaos exists around you, you must have this guiding light. And you must abide with it. And you must hold through to it. And you must honor this in others and call for this in others. And follow leaders who demonstrate and exhibit the power and the presence of knowledge. For many false leaders will arise in the difficult times ahead. Your personal social mind will feel helpless and hopeless and be outraged. It will try to reassert its values and its former priorities. But knowledge within you will be quiet. For it is not driven by fear and hostility. While the surface of your mind may be turbulent, like the surface of the ocean, being whipped up by the winds, deep down you will be quiet, certain. Here, being grounded in knowledge is the most important thing. For you cannot plan for the future entirely. There will be so many changes happening, it will be so confusing because there are many great ways of change converging at this time and in the future. You cannot practically plan for everything. You cannot stockpile food for the rest of your life. You have to build as solid a foundation as possible, a sustainable foundation, and be very watchful and very careful. God has given you the power to do this. Even if you don't think you have this power now, this power is within you, and you must build a connection to it. And the sooner you begin, the better will be your chances. The financial storms will continue. For they represents the recklessness and the irresponsibility and the false assumptions of people everywhere. And of course they will fail. Of course they will break down. Of course you cannot profit immensely without driving your nation into a future breakdown. If you eat all the food in the pantry, there is none for tomorrow. If you spend all the money, there is none for tomorrow. You see the difference between greed and wisdom, between self-control and self-indulgence. You have to restrain your greed, your desires, and you have to restrain your anger and your blame. If you are to create any stability in your life, and stability and security will be the most important things. 
You do not want your children to have to face a world in chaos. And it is necessary to teach them to build a connection to knowledge within themselves. Just as you are learning to do so yourself. And have good faith for God has sent a new message into the world. To warn humanity of the great storms to come. To call on humanity to end its ceaseless conflicts and to unite to survive and to build a new foundation for the future. People will have to cooperate. Nations will have to cooperate. United you have a chance. Divided you will decline. And if human civilization declines, other races from the universe will come to take this planet. As many are planning to do even now. Should humanity fail, should humanity weaken itself, they will come here. And some are here already. They will not use force, but persuasion. And who could resist their false promises of wealth and power if humanity were in a destitute state? Therefore, face the difficulties kindly and recognize it is giving you a sign and a message. Do not waste your time in blame and condemnation. Do not think this is just a passing storm and that you will return to your former focus, for things are changing now permanently. Learn of the great ways of change. Learn of the new message that God has sent in its prophetic message about the great ways of change and about humanity's contact with intelligent life in the universe. Learn about the new message and its teaching on the way of knowledge and the steps to knowledge. For only this deeper power in you will remain clear and focused in the future, and your intellect must follow it, for it will never follow your intellect. Who you are is not your mind or your body, but a deeper spiritual being a deeper spiritual intelligence. And this is knowledge. This is what God has created in you, not what society has created in you. Your personality has been formed, both by nature and by your environment. But this is a deeper nature, a nature that possesses profound wisdom, because God has put this wisdom in you to guide you, to protect you, and to lead you forward. You are sent into the world to face these very times and circumstances and to give something unique to the world. And for this you will need certain relationships, certain opportunities. But most of all, you will need the realization that there is a deeper reality within you, 
and there is a deeper current of your life, and you have a true direction that you must discern, that will be different from your wishes and your ambitions, your fascinations and your indulgences. These times will serve you if you can respond to them, gain their insights, read their signs and messages, and build a connection to knowledge within yourself. Then you will see what is trustworthy and what is not, what is stable and what is not. Knowledge is with you no matter what, because it represents your eternal life in the world, right now, here and now, in these circumstances, whatever they may be. It is no accident this is happening. It has been foreseen by those who sent you into the world. Certainly humanity would have to face the consequences of its overuse and misuse of the world in its own reckless behavior. Perhaps you have anticipated this yourself. Therefore, do not think that uh, life is being unfair to you, or that God is punishing you. For God is not punishing you. You are punishing yourself, and you are punishing one another. Therefore, learn from these times. Learn from these errors. Build your well of wisdom without condemnation. You are here to serve the world, not to rape it. You are here to add to humanity's stability and security, not to undermine it for your own personal advantage. Look at the very wealthy with pity, for they have lost contact with the power of knowledge in so many ways. And those that have rediscovered knowledge will naturally become benefactors for humanity. For anyone who has great wealth must become a benefactor to humanity. Some people were sent into the world to do just this. Everyone must serve the well-being of humanity. For this well-being is now being challenged as never before. You must take a very different tact if you are to navigate uh, the difficult waters ahead. You must see that you are here for a purpose, and this purpose has a destiny in this world at this time, under these circumstances. and begin to adjust your life accordingly. You must accept that financial storms will continue and will even increase in magnitude. And to use this awareness to be evaluate your circumstances, to allow knowledge to guide you to where you need to be and to what you need to be doing. Do not hold on to the past here, for the world is changing and you must move with it.
That does not mean you agree with everything, of course not, but it means your life is moving. Do not hold on to people and places and things. Allow things to be in flux and to be rearranged. And if you cannot see clearly, then wait and watch. Be patient. Do not believe the proclamations that you hear around you, but listen for the truth of knowledge in others. Government leaders will try to reassure you, but how can they know what is really coming? Do not assume that they know this, for they may be as blind as anyone else. That is why the power of knowledge is so important. It will not lead you to violence or to despair. It will not lead you to degradation but it will lead you instead to a life of service, a life that has strength, a life that is stable, a life that can adapt to changing circumstances, a life that is strong and that cannot be overcome by the world. This is a great power that you must discover and to follow. It is this power you must discover and follow in others. It is consistent between people, even though their experiences of it may be very different. Within itself, it is whole and complete. With knowledge, you will have no enemies. You will simply see around you wisdom and ignorance. With knowledge, you will be able to face change and adapt to change without succumbing to change. You will know where to draw the line regarding your own integrity and the compromises you might have to make. Knowledge knows where to draw these lines. You do not. Your intellect does not. Do not pretend to be certain. Do not let blind optimism blind you. Do not let blind fear blind you. Let nothing blind you. Without hope and without fear, you can see clearly, and you can see what you must do and what you must not do. It is this sobriety, this objectivity, that will make you strong and resilient. But it must be compassionate as well, for there will be much suffering around you. And this is a condition that will call forth your greater service to the world, what it needs to be given, and others, people's great service to the world, where it needs to be given. Is the power and the presence of knowledge guide you and bless you, that redeem you and restore you. And may you come to accept these times and to realize the greater redemption that they can foster, if they can be seen 
and responded to with the power of nine.